Good morning, everybody. Introduce us to the concept of Prisha that when the Kangal is doing the Abayd in the base of Megash, Nim Kippur, Allah is nobody else allowed to be in the base of Megash. The Gemara discusses that means nobody else allowed to be in the Kayshak Dashim, nobody else allowed to be in the Hechal, in the Azara. That was discussion in the Gemara. The Gemara went down the Gemara. The Gemara started bringing down the Allahs which are different on Yom Kippur. The Gemara is going to continue discussing the Allahs that are different on Yom Kippur, Bishim Kfayd the Kangadal, and as well as because we want to make it easier for the Kangal to do the Abayda. And then the Gemara is going to discuss the Allah and how many fires there were on a regular day in the base of Megash and how many fires there were on Yom Kippur. And the Gemara is going to bring down the Makaris for these Allah. So let's pick up the Gemara on the bottom of that from Dalman Bays. Says the Hilgi Gemara, Every day the gold was a greenish gold. And and the, the Mishnah says that on Yom Kippur, the gold was a reddish gold. The Gemara is not going to through explaining the different shades of gold. There's seven different types of gold, seven different shades of gold. There's one gold called Zav, there's a gold called Zav Taib, Zav Eifir, Zav Mufaz, Zav Shachar, Zav Sagar, Zav Par, Vai. The Gemara is going to explain each one. Zav, Zav Taib, had another two different types of gold, one called Zav, one called Zav Taib, the Chesuk is a positive, because Zav Arts, Ahi Taib, the Gemara is assuming, because there are two separate gold, Zav Stam and Zav Taib, and Zav Eifir, what's Zav Eifir? So the Gemara is going to that the gold comes from Eifir. Zav Mufaz, what's Zav Mufaz? Explains the Gemara, Shadim Lepaz, that it's comparable to a jewel, it's comparable to a margolius, to a pearl. It's very beautiful. Zav shachot. What's zav shachot? Shenitva kachot says the Gemara that it's very thin and you could you could weave it like a string. Zav sagar. Why is it, what's zav sagar? Explains the Gemara. Shabisha sheniftach kolach kolach that when these stores open and they're selling this type of gold, the zav sagar. All the other stores close because the zav sagar is so gold. Good, so good. Says the Gemara. Zav parvayim. Why is it called zav parvayim? Says the Gemara. Shadaymuladama par because it's comparable to the blood of a to, to the blood of a cow. That's quite. That's why it's called zapar vayim. discussed why taka do we use this reddish gold on Yom Kippur? So different shot from the achreim. The gurus are reading. Others suggest that this is the fanciest gold. This is the last in the list because it's the fanciest, and therefore we would have to use it on Yom Kippur. Rashi, Rashi says chamishen. Rashi says no. There's five types of gold. V'chol chad v'chad is bezav and zavtav. And Rashi explained that really there's five different types of gold. The, the last five that we listed on the list and zav and zavtav. That means that each in each one of these categories. Let's say zav meifer, zav eifer. Let's say zav shachot. They each have a regular type of gold and a gold which is a high, of a higher quality. So therefore, there's only five categories in each category. There's a lower quality and a higher quality, which is of type. Says the Tanya, this is one of bright. So b'chol yamais is a hava yarek v'ayim odim v'haynu zav parveim shedaim ulodama parm. Says the Gemara, we write Rav Chizda. explains these seven types of golds, and the gold Yom Kippur was is zav parveim. It was a reddish gold because the gold is comparable to an ox. Says the Gemara, write b'chol yamakar parm parat shachnis b'chol yamais daka v'ayim daka v'adaka. The mission said. That every day was thin, and today they crush it up very thin. Tanar Rabban says, "What is the makar for this? Halacha and Kippur you have to crush up the kateris even smaller. Daka the paskas daka matam leimar matam leimar. Why does the paskas have to repeat the concept that you have to that you have to crush it up? Daka alek rana. The paskas says, 'Which hakim and hadik? The paskas already says you have to crush the kateris very thin. So why does it have to repeat daka? Says Gemara lahavi daka mina daka. The paskas comes to tell you that on Yom Kippur there's a special halacha that you should crush the kateris even thinner." Then on a regular day, says the Gemara, says the Gemara, says the Gemara, the reason why the Kain Gadol would go up to, on the Mizbeach towards the eastern side of the ramp was because the halacha was that when you would go up the Mizbeach, we would immediately turn to the right. So therefore, it makes sense to go up to the Mizrach. So he doesn't have to go across the ramp for no reason. But says the Gemara, so why on Yom Kippur would he go in the middle of the ramp? 
However, the Kain Gadol would go in the middle of the ramp and go down in the other ramp. Why? My time on Mishum Kavodi the Kain Gadol explains the words to cover the Kain Gadol. How the Kain Gadol walks in the middle of the ramp, it shows that he's comfortable there, that he's been biased in the base of English. Says the Gemara Baiter, Bechol Yoyim Kain Gadol Mekayish Yadav Rakum Nakir. My time out. What's Hakav Shalat Yom Kippur? The Kain Gadol would wash his hands from this special clay of gold. As the Gemara Bishim Kavodi the Kain Gadol again, this is the covered the honor of the Kain Gadol. Says the Gemara Sham Amarach. Says the Gemara, and this is going to take us. At the end of today's daft, the Gemara is going to discuss how many fires there were on a regular day. Everybody agrees that there was one extra fire in Yom Kippur. The Gemara is going to bring down why exactly each man there held the, that their amount of fires and why in Yom Kippur we had another fire. We learned in a brace of Bechoya im Hoyu Shtaim Arachas Payem Shalish. The Tanakama holds that there were two Arachas, two fires in a regular day and three in Yom Kippur. Ah, and explains the Gemara, what were the two fires in a regular day? Achas Marachas Gedela, one was the big fire, that's where they bring the Kabbalahs. Achas Marachas Nikotaris, one was a smaller fire, they bring the Gedaris. The Achas Shemesim Babiyam, and one extra one that they would add on Yom Kippur. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda raises the Cholim Shalish, Vayim Arba, on a regular day there were three on Yom Kippur, for Achas Shemarach Gedela, Achas Shemarach Shnil Shakataris. The first two agrees to Rabbi Yehuda, and the, the Third one, which he disagrees, there was another fire, a third fire that they would have in order to keep the other two fires going. If the other two fires needed needed some more strength, they would add from this third fire. So it's more of an extra one they did on that day. And another fire was there to burn that any of the any of the fats of the carbonates which were not completely burned the day before, they would put in this fire. Another fire that they would add on Yom Kippur. Everybody agrees in this price. They all agree. That there were at least two fires on a regular day. We know what does Makar to say that there were two fires? On Makar, the Pazik says, He ha ela al Maikta mazbech kol alayla, and we darshin zumarach gedayla, the Eisha mizbech, two kabayim. And that the Pazik which continues says, the Eisha mizbech, zumarach shnil shakataris. This is referring to the second fire. So that explains why there is a minimum, according to everybody, of two fires. Rabbi Yaisi, Kiyamesh Menelis, Rabbi Yaisi, also there's a third fire of Kiyamesh. What's the Makar for this fire? Says, more nafka, learns it out, but Eisha mizbech, two kabayim. This Pazik teaches us that there's a third fire. Rabbi Huda, I asked the Mora Huda who held this. Only two fires boys with this passage. This comes to tell you that you have these small twigs which you throw onto this bath to make sure that the fire keeps on going. You throw these twigs, these small lit twigs at the top of the Mizbeach. The Pasuk says that it should be lit on it, which we assume is the top of the Mizbeach, not on the bottom of the Mizbeach, has to be on the top of the Mizbeach. Um, Rebbeisi said, the Bryce continues and says, How does Rebbeisi know that you have to have a fire which is which keeps other fires going? Rebbeisi learned from this Pasuk that you have to have an extra fire, a special fire. That you have to keep the other fires going. So how does Rabbi know this concept of So that you still have that even according to Rabbi he agrees that you're supposed to have these thin twigs that you throw into the fire to make sure that the fire keeps on going. learns it out from the place where that the avoda of atzas aliyasa, the putting of these twigs, has have to be done by a kain kosher, and the kain has to be wearing the bidik kuna. I'm like Rabbi Shimon. Rabbi Shimon responds, "V'chital daitach shazar kosher legavim bech." Would we have a half minute to say? Would we entertain the possibility to say that a non kain would be able to do this avoda? This avoda, which is related to this bech, lachar only a kain could do it. So what do we need this possible? Where Ella limed atzas aliyasa shleitel aleration was bech. He learns that the placing of the twigs, this hatzas aliyasa, has has to be done on top of the bech. So just like Rabbi Shimon learns after this pasuk, Rabbi also is going to learn after this pasuk. Now ask Stigmar Rabbi Yehuda. What was Rabbi Yehuda's half minute to say that Yisrael? Could do this avoda can throw these twigs to kindle the fire to, to, to throw in this match to kindle the fire. 
It's an avoid which has to be done on this back, and only a kind could do it. It's if we just have the pasuk Havin and I would think that the the Yisrael would stand at the bottom of the Mizbeach and you would use some sort of blower, you would use a bellow to light the fire, to kindle the fire with the twigs. So therefore, that's why I need an extra Pasuk to say that it has to be done specifically by a kind. Kamash wants to do the Pasuk to say it has to be done by a kind. It says in Gemara, there was a fourth fire on a regular day. Mayor held that there was a fourth fire, which they would burn the Avarim from the from the day before. As he learns it out from the Pasuk, the extra vav tells you that there's extra fire. As what would they talk to do with the extra fats, the extra limbs from the night before? They would put it back on the large fire. They would put it back on the large fire. They would put it back on the large fire. They would put it on the side of the Mizbeach. If there wasn't enough room, they would put it on the side of the Mizbeach, which is a part of the Mizbeach which would jut out on one side. Until the Mizbeach would be ready. And then they would put it on the Mizbeach. They would put it on the Mizbeach. They would put it back on the Rachel Gedal. That is the opinion of the Chacham. Says Gemara, Reb Meir, what does Reb Meir do with this pasuk? What does Reb Meir do with the pasuk which has oil on its back? Says Gemara, Ikula Eila Tamachsi, Reb Tamachsi, Ikula Ikater. Reb Meir learns from this pasuk that the Kula Eila, the remnants from the Eila which weren't completely burnt, that you would put back on the Mizbeach. That you would put it back on the Mizbeach Chitzain. But you would not put back the kuli kateris, the kateris, the items from kateris which are not fully burnt, that you would not put back on, that you would put on this other fire. Says more than Tanya Rukhanina, Baman Yumi Vidya, Balazman Yakov, Ashur Tuklaish, Ayla Alzbah, Ikuli Ayla Tamachsir, again, the same drasha that the Kuli Ayla you return back into his back, if it's not fully burned, you'd put it back in his back, Khitsan, the Yatamachsir, Kuli Kateris, you don't put back the extra kateris, the kateris which is not fully burned, back in his back. He says more than Kuli Alamiyaz, but Shmaisif and Babayim, Islahu Minalu, asks Hail Gikamar, everyone agrees. Now we add one fire on Yom Kippur. Says the Gemara, what is the source for that? Allah says the Gemara, we learn it out from the Pasuk, says, Miva, Eish, the Pasuk says, Miva, Eish, Hafila, Mandamar, Vav, even according to Mandamar, Hafila, Mandamar, Darshav, even according to Mandamar, they brought down before, that doesn't Darshan, Vav, but here he Darshans, why? Vav, hey, Darshi, Darshans, when the Pasuk has an extra Vav and a hey, then everybody agrees, you dash from this Pasuk, that's when Yom Kippur, you add another fire. Says the Gemara, Eish, Tama, the Pasuk says, Eish, Tama, the Maya, so what's that coming to tell you? It's coming to teach you, look at the Sanya. Like we learned in a bris, Liman Almaracha Shnil Shakatera Shlei says more Liman Almaracha Shnil Shakatera Shlei Tia Elam with Bechachitz. It's come to tell you that the Maracha Shnil of the Kateris, the fire comes from this Bechachitz. Says the Gemara, Eish Machta. And we know every night. How do we know that the fire that you use to burn the coals on the, with the Machta, with the pan which you have the Kateris on, as well as the the menorah that how do you know that you have to light the menorah from the fire from the mizbech hachitzayin? Says the I should I should say that we learn our like this. Number eish b'kateris. The pasuk says eish b'kateris. Number eish b'machta. And the pasuk says eish b'machta. The Rishonim point out Rashi says never actually says the word eish by the kateris, but he uses a lashon of burning. Taisa says no, maybe the eish that we talk about by kerech is the word we're using for the gzeir shavu. Either way, says the gemara. It says eish b'kateris. Says eish by the machta. Malah lon almost beyat. Says the gemara. Uminar also says Eish by the Minar Mal Halan Al Mizbechitzin Afkan Al Mizbechitzin. Just like over there, the fire comes from the Mizbechitzin. So it's over here. The we should say that the fire for the Machta for the Kateris on Yom Kippur comes from the Mizbechitzin. Or says Gemara Klachal Derazet. Namer Eish Bekateris. The pasuk says Eish Bekateris. The Namer Eish Bemachta Uminar Mal Halan B'Samachlay Af Machta Uminar B'Samachlay. Just like by the Kateris, you use the fire which is right next to it. So too, maybe we should suggest that by the Machta and the Minar, we should use the fire which is right next to which. With be the mizbech apnimi, so says the Gemara. We're not sure which way we should learn. Should we learn that the fire should come from the mizbech chitzon or from the mizbech apnimi? Says the Gemara. Tamlei Rant. That's where the pasuk says, "Eish tamid tukal mizbech leisichpeh." We darshan, "Eish tamid shemartich alaytiel avreshish mizbech chitzon." This pasuk comes to tell you 
that the fire that we're using is the fire which causes the Be'ach HaChitzayin, not from the Be'ach HaPchimi. Says the Gemara, Lamadnu Eish Lominer, this Pasuk could tell you that the Eish that we use for the fire, for the Minari, all that comes from the Be'ach HaChitzayin, Be'ish Lamachta. How do we know that the fire that we're using for the Kataras, that also should come from the Be'ach HaChitzayin, how do we know that? V'dinu, who says the Gemara, I should learn it out from Allah, like this, Nemar Eish Lamachta, V'nemar Eish Lamachta, Ma'ala Allah, Nakam is Be'ach HaChitzayin, Avkan Allah, Be'ach HaChitzayin, or says the Gemara, Yiklach Adair Hazu, or we learn the other way around, Nemar Eish Lamachta, Again, we have the same conundrum, the same suffix. We could learn out that we should take the fire from the same place, which would be the Mizbech Ritchin, or should we say no, that we learn it from the Kataris, so you take the fire from the closest place. By the Kataris, the closest place was the Mizbech However, by the Machta, the closest place was the Mizbech Primi, says the Gemara. Tamlarment to the Pazgas, Walakach, Malayah Machta, Gachalish, Mamudbech, Milifne Hashem. We dash in Azimizbech, Shimitasafne Hashem, the Inkulifne Hashem. Which Mizbech is only Milfne Hashem, part of Azimilfne Hashem, but not the entire thing, says the Gemara, the Aimer, Zemizbech Hachitin. That's referring to Mizbech Hachitin. Again, the Mizbech Primi is in the Hechel, it's all inside of the Kadesh, and therefore cannot be referring to the Mizbech Hachimi. Alayim, what's referring to Mizbech Hachitin? Mizbech Hachitin was in the Azar, partially was connected to the Hechel, partially was not connected to the Hechel. Therefore, says the Gemara, it makes sense, the Pazgas, Milfne Hashem. It's referring to Mizbech Hachitin. It says in Marv Itzchok Lamechto Mi Almazbech Itzchok Lamechto Mi Almazbech Hashem. Why do we need both parts of Itzchok Mi Almazbech and Mi Hashem? Tikas Rachman Mi Almazbech. I think my Mizbech Mizbech Abdimi. I think when the pasuk says Mizbech, it means Mizbech Abdimi because that would be referring to Mizbech, which is all the way inside. Tikas Rachman Mi Hashem. That's the pasuk says Mi Hashem, which means that only partially the Mizbech is connected. Is connected the area which is Kaidesh, which is referring to the Hachitin. Tikas Rachman Mi Hashem, which is Mi Hashem. How do we now think? They're only allowed to take the fire, the coals, from directly opposite the Hechel, the part of his back, which is directly opposite the Hechel. However, to take the coals from a little bit to the right, a little bit to the left, but it's not directly opposite the Hechel, I don't think you're allowed to do that. That's why I need both. So I can quick as always say the Gemara on the Vinal brought down a bunch of different halachas that we have in Yom Kippur. The Gemara explained Mishim Kvayi the Kaingado because the special avoid the Kaingado is doing. That's why these halachas apply. Then the Gemara brought down a big machlek is how many fires are worn in the base of English every day? Two, three, four. And the Gemara said everybody agrees that we would add an extra fire in Yom Kippur. And the Gemara went through explaining the Makar for each one of these shitas. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.